Section 8D, Drill and Ceremony. Flag Ceremonies. Reveille. The signal for the start of the official duty day is the reveille. Because the time for the start of the duty day varies between bases, the commander designates the specified time for reveille. If the commander desires, a reveille ceremony may accompany the raising of the flag. This ceremony takes place after sunrise near the base flagstaff. In the unit area, reveille is normally held using the formation of squadron in line. This formation is used when a reveille ceremony is not held at the base flagstaff. Procedures for reveille include: shortly before the specified time, airmen march to a pre-designated position near the base flagstaff, halt, face toward the flagstaff, and dress. The flag security detail arrives at the flagstaff at this time and remains at attention. The unit commander or senior participant commands parade rest. At the specified time for reveille, the unit commander commands sound reveille. The flag detail assumes the position of attention, moves to the flagstaff, and attaches the flag to the halyards. After reveille is played, the unit commander commands squadron attention and present arms and then faces the flagstaff and executes present arms on this signal the national anthem or to the colors is sounded on the first note of the national anthem or to the colors the flag security detail begins to raise the flag briskly the senior member of the detail holds the flag to keep the flag from touching the ground the unit commander holds the salute until the last note of the national anthem or to the colors is played then he or she executes order arms faces about and commands order arms the airmen are then marched back to the dismissal area raising the flag when practical a detail consisting of one nco and two airmen hoists the flag this detail should carry sidearms if the special equipment of the guard includes sidearms the detail forms in line with the nco carrying the flag in the center The detail then marches to the flagstaff and halts, and the flag is attached to the halyards. The flag is always raised and lowered from the leeward side of the flagstaff. The two airmen attend the halyards, taking a position facing the staff to hoist the flag without entangling the halyards. The NCO continues to hold the flag until hoisted clear of his or her grasp, taking particular care that no portion of the flag touches the ground. When the flag is clear of the grasp, the NCO comes to attention. and executes present arms on the last note of the national anthem to the colors or after the flag has been hoisted to the staff head all members of the detail execute order arms on command of the senior member the halyards are then secured to the cleat of the staff or if appropriate the flag is lowered to half staff and the halyards are secured the detail is formed again and then marches to the dismissal area retreat ceremony the retreat ceremony serves a twofold purpose signals the end of the official duty day and serves as a ceremony for paying respect to the US flag because the time for the end of the duty day varies the commander designates the time for the retreat ceremony the retreat ceremony may take place at the squadron area on the base parade ground or near the base flagstaff if conducted within the squadron area the ceremony usually does not involve a parade if conducted at the base parade ground Retreat may be part of the parade ceremony. For retreat ceremonies conducted at the base flagstaff, 
the units participating may be formed in line or massed, depending on the size and number of units and the space available. Shortly before the specified time for retreat, the band and airmen participating in the ceremony are positioned facing the flagstaff and dressed. If marching to and from the flagstaff, the band precedes the airmen participating in the ceremony. If the band and airmen march to the flagstaff, a flag security detail also marches to the flagstaff and halts, and the senior member gives the command, parade, rest, to the security detail. As soon as the airmen are dressed, the commander commands, parade, rest. The commander then faces the flagstaff, assumes the position of the airmen, and waits for the specified time for retreat. At the specified time, the commander orders the band leader to sound retreat by commanding, sound retreat. The band plays retreat. If a band is not present, recorded music is played over the base public address system. During the playing of retreat, junior members of the flag security detail assume the position of attention and move to the flagstaff to arrange the halyards for proper lowering of the flag. Once the halyards are arranged, the junior members of the flag security detail execute parade rest in unison. Uniformed military members not assigned to a formation face the flag, if visible, or the music and assume the position of parade rest on the first note of retreat. Upon completion of retreat, they should assume the position of attention and salute on the first note of the national anthem or to the colors. After the band plays retreat, the commander faces about and commands, squadron, group, etc. Attention! The commander then commands, present, arms. As soon as the airmen execute present arms, the commander faces the front and also assumes present arms. The members of the flag security detail execute present arms on command of the commander. The band plays the national anthem, or the bugler plays, to the colors. The junior members of the flag security detail lower the flag slowly and with dignity. The commander execute order arms when the last note of the national anthem or to the colors is played and the flag is securely grasped. The commander faces about, gives the airmen order arms, and then faces to the front. The flag security detail folds the flag as illustrated in figure 8.17. The senior member of the detail remains at attention while the flag is folded unless needed to control the flag. When the flag is folded, the flag security detail, with the senior member on the right and the flag bearer in the center, marches to a position three paces from the commander. Note, in an informal ceremony, the detail marches three paces from the officer of the day. The senior member salutes and reports, Sir, ma'am, the flag is secured. The commander returns the salute and the flag security detail marches away. The airmen are then marched to their areas and dismissed lowering the flag. When practical, the persons lowering the flag should be one NCO and three airmen for the all-purpose flag and one NCO and five airmen for the installation flag. The detail is formed and marched to the flagstaff. The halyards are detached and attended from the leeward side. On the first note of the national anthem or to the colors, the members of the detail not lowering the flag execute present arms. The lowering of the flag is coordinated with the playing of the music, so the two are completed at the same time. The senior member commands the detail, order, arms, when the flag is low enough to be received. If at half-staff, 
briskly hoist the flag to the staff head while retreat is sounded and then lower on the first note of the national anthem or to the colors. The flag is detached from the halyards and folded. The halyards are secured to the staff. Pledge of Allegiance to the Flag The Pledge of Allegiance to the Flag I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, should be rendered by standing at attention and facing the flag. When not in uniform, persons should remove any non-religious headdress with their right hand and hold it at the left shoulder with the hand being over the heart. Persons in uniform should remain silent, face the flag, and render the military salute if outdoors, and indoors if in formation and wearing appropriate headdress. If indoors and without headdress, military members should stand at attention, remain silent, and face the flag. Military members in uniform do not recite the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. Flag Folding Ceremony Although several flag folding ceremony options are offered by various national interest groups, these are not official Air Force ceremonies. According to Title IV, United States Code, no specific meaning is assigned to the folds of the flag. The Air Force developed a script that provides a historical perspective on the flag. There are no ceremonies in the Air Force requiring a script to be read when the flag is folded. However, when a flag-folding ceremony is desired and conducted by Air Force personnel at any location, on or off an installation, this script is the only one that may be used. Refer back to Figure 8.17 for the proper method for folding the U.S. flag and Figure 8.18 for a copy of this script. Air Force Ceremonies The Air Force has many different types of ceremonies that are unique customs of our military profession. Some of these ceremonies are very formal and elaborate, while others are quite simple and personal. Award, decoration, promotion, reenlistment, and retirement ceremonies are a few of the most common within the Air Force. Award Ceremony An award ceremony affords an opportunity to recognize a member's accomplishments. The commander or other official determines whether to present an award at a formal ceremony or to present it informally. Many units present awards during commander's call. Because there are no specific guidelines for an award presentation, commanders and supervisors must ensure the presentation method reflects the significance of the award. Decoration Ceremony Basic Guidelines Decoration ceremonies formally recognize service members for meritorious service, outstanding achievement, or heroism. A formal and dignified ceremony is necessary to preserve the integrity and value of decorations. When possible, the commander should personally present the decoration. Regardless of where the presentation is conducted, the ceremony is conducted at the earliest possible date after approval of the decoration. All military participants and attendees should wear the uniform specified by the host. If in doubt, the service dress, rather than the airman battle uniform, is recommended. At the commander's discretion, a photographer may take pictures during the ceremony. Procedures Although decoration ceremonies may differ slightly from one unit to another, they normally begin by announcing, Attention to orders! All members in attendance stand at attention and face the commander and the recipient. The commander's assistant reads the citation while the commander and recipient stand at attention. After the citation is read, 
The commander and recipient face each other, and the commander affixes the medal on the individual's uniform. The commander next extends personal congratulations and a handshake while presenting the decoration certificate. The recipient salutes the commander, and the commander returns the salute to conclude the formal part of the ceremony. Attendees are then invited to personally congratulate the recipient and enjoy any refreshments provided. Promotion Ceremony Basic Guidelines Promotions are significant events in the lives of military people. Commanders and supervisors are responsible for ensuring their personnel receive proper recognition. Many of the guidelines for promotion ceremonies are the same as for decoration ceremonies. Because most promotions are effective the first day of the month, the promotion ceremony is customarily conducted on the last duty day before the promotion. Some bases hold a base-wide promotion for all promotees. Many organizations have operating instructions detailing how promotion ceremonies will be conducted. Procedures The National Anthem, Reaffirmation of the Oath of Enlistment, and the Air Force Song are options that add decorum to the event. Reenlistment Ceremony Basic Guidelines Unit commanders will honor all reenlistees through a dignified reenlistment ceremony. The airmen may request any commissioned officer to perform the ceremony and may invite guests. The member's immediate family should be invited. This reinforces the fact that when a member makes a commitment to the Air Force, the family is also making a commitment. Any regular reserve, guard, or retired commissioned officer of the U.S. Armed Forces may perform the ceremony, which may be conducted in any place that lends dignity to the event. The U.S. flag must form a backdrop for the participants. Reenlistees and reenlisting officers must wear an authorized uniform for the ceremony. Exception. The uniform requirement is optional for retired officers. Procedures. The core of the ceremony is the oath of enlistment. The oath is recited by the officer and repeated by the re-enlistee. The re-enlistee and the officer administering the oath must be physically co-located during the ceremony. Once completed, the officer congratulates the re-enlistee and invites the other attendees to do the same. Refreshments may be served. Retirement Ceremony Basic Guidelines Recognition upon retirement is a long-standing tradition of military service. Each commander makes sure members leave with a tangible expression of appreciation for their contributions to the Air Force mission and with the assurance they will continue to be a part of the Air Force family in retirement. Anyone involved in planning a retirement should consult AFI 36-3203, Service Retirements, for complete details. The following paragraphs are extracts from AFI 36-3203. Commanders are responsible for ensuring members have a retirement ceremony to recognize their contributions. They must offer the retiring member the courtesy of a formal ceremony in keeping with the customs and traditions of the service. If possible, a general officer conducts the ceremony. Ceremonies held as part of formal military formations, such as retreats and parades, are further encouraged if conditions permit. During the retirement ceremony, the member receives a certificate of retirement, a U.S. flag, the Air Force retired lapel button, certificate of appreciation for service in the armed forces of the U.S., and appropriate awards, decorations, honors, and letters of appreciation. If possible, avoid using dummy elements that the member cannot keep. 
family members and friends should be invited and encouraged to attend the ceremony. Furthermore, the member's spouse is customarily presented with a certificate of appreciation for the support and sacrifices made during the member's career. Commanders follow formal ceremony procedures unless the member prefers otherwise. If the member doesn't want a formal ceremony or for any reason, leave or hospitalization, can't be present for duty on the retirement date, the commander personally presents all decorations and any awards or honors to the member at another time. The retirement certificate is not mailed to the member's retirement address unless there is no other choice. Procedures AFPAM 34-1202 outlines an approved sequence of events for indoor retirement ceremonies. Figure 8.19 provides a general guideline that may be used to assist in planning a retirement ceremony as well as many other ceremonies. Common ceremonies recognizing an individual, such as a retirement ceremony, routinely combine official actions that maintain the dignity and respect of long-standing Air Force traditions with a member's desire to personalize the ceremony for family and invited guests. Special Ceremonies and Events The Dining Inn, Dining Out, and Order of the Sword induction ceremonies are social events that have become valued traditions in the military. The Dining Inn and Dining Out The only difference between a Dining Inn and Dining Out is that non-military spouses, friends, and civilians may attend a dining out. The dining in is a formal dinner for military members only. The present dining in format had its beginnings in the Air Corps when General Henry H. Hap Arnold held his famous wingdings. The association of Army Air Corps personnel with the British and their dining in during World War II also encouraged their popularity in the Air Force. Members now recognize the dining in as an occasion where ceremony, tradition, and good fellowship serve an important purpose. Specifically, these ceremonies provide an occasion for Air Force members to meet socially at formal military functions. They also provide an excellent means of saying farewell to departing members and welcoming new ones, as well as providing the opportunity to recognize individual and unit achievements. These are effective in building and maintaining high morale and esprit de corps. Military members who attend these ceremonies must wear the mess dress or the semi-formal uniform. Civilians wear the dress specified in the invitations. The Order of the Sword Induction Ceremony Induction into the Order of the Sword is an honor reserved for individuals who have provided outstanding leadership and support to enlisted members. The induction ceremony occurs at a formal evening banquet held to honor the inductee as a leader among leaders and an airman among airmen. The entire event is conducted with a dignity that reflects its significance as the highest recognition enlisted member can bestow on anyone. Each command has an order of the sword and develops their own selection and induction procedures. Drill Introduction to Drill For the purpose of drill, Air Force organizations are divided into elements, flights, squadrons, groups, and wings. Drill consists of certain movements by which the flight or squadron is moved in an orderly manner from one formation to another, or from one place to another. Standards such as the 24-inch step, cadence of 100 to 120 steps per minute, distance, and interval were established to ensure movements are executed with order and precision. 
The task of each person is to learn these movements and execute each part exactly as described. Individuals must also learn to adapt their own movements to those of the group. Everyone in the formation must move together on command. Drill and Ceremony While the term ceremony was defined earlier in this chapter, you should note that certain ceremonies use drill. In these events, ceremonies not only honor distinguished persons and recognize special events, but also demonstrate the proficiency and training state of the airmen. Ceremonies are an extension of drill activities. The precision marching, promptness in responding to commands, and teamwork developed on the drill field determine the appearance and performance of the group in ceremonies. The following paragraphs cover only the basic aspects of drill. For more information, see AFMAN 36-2203, Drill and Ceremonies. Types of Commands Drill Command A drill command is an oral order that usually has two parts, the preparatory command and the command of execution. The preparatory command explains what the movement will be. When calling a unit to attention or halting a unit's mark, the preparatory command includes the unit designation. In the command, flight, halt, the word flight is the preparatory command and at the same time designates the unit. The command of execution follows the preparatory command. The command of execution explains when the movement will be carried out. In forward, march, the command of execution is march. Supplementary command. A supplementary command is given when one unit of the element must execute a movement different from other units or the same movement at a different time. Examples include continue the march and stand fast. Informational command. An informational command has no preparatory command or command of execution and is not supplementary. This command is used to direct others to give commands. Examples are Prepare for inspection and dismiss the squadron. Mass commands. The mass commands help develop confidence, self-reliance, assertiveness, and enthusiasm by making the individual recall, give, and execute proper commands. Mass commands are usually confined to simple movements with short preparatory commands and commands of execution carried out simultaneously by all elements of a unit. Each person is required to give commands in unison with others as if this person alone were giving the commands to the entire element. The volume of the combined voices encourages every person to perform the movement with snap and precision. General Rules for Giving Commands When giving commands, the commander is at the position of attention. Good military bearing is necessary for good leadership. While marching, the commander must be in step with the formation at all times. The commander faces the airman when giving commands, except when the element is part of a larger drill element or when the commander is relaying commands in a ceremony. Drill Positions Attention To come to attention, bring the heels together smartly and online. Place the heels as near each other as the conformation of the body permits and ensure the feet are turned out equally to form a 45-degree angle. Keep the legs straight without stiffening or locking the knees. The body is erect with hips level, chest lifted, back arched, and shoulders square and even. Arms hang straight down alongside the body without stiffness, and the wrists are straight at the forearms. 
place thumbs which are resting along the first joint of the forefinger, along the seams of the trousers or sides of the skirt. Hands are cupped, but not clenched as a fist, with palms facing the leg. The head is kept erect and held straight to the front, with the chin drawn slightly so the axis of the head and neck is vertical. Eyes are to the front with a line of sight parallel to the ground. The weight of the body rests equally on the heels and balls of both feet. Silence and immobility are required. Rest Positions There are four positions of rest. Parade rest, at ease, rest, and fall out. The commander and members of the formation must be at the position of attention before going to any of the rest positions. To resume the position of attention from any of the rests, except fall out, for which the commander uses the command, fall in. The command is flight, attention, parade rest. The command is parade, rest. On the command rest, members of the formation raise the left foot from the hip just enough to clear the ground and move smartly to the left so the heels are 12 inches apart as measured from the inside of the heels. Keep the leg straight but not stiff and the heels on line. As the left foot moves, bring the arms fully extended to the back of the body, uncupping the hands in the process. Extend and join the fingers, pointing them toward the ground. Face the palms outwards. Place the right hand in the palm of the left, right thumb over the left to form an X. Keep the head and eyes straight ahead and remain silent and immobile. At ease. On the command, at ease. Members of the formation may relax in a standing position, but they must keep the right foot in place. Their position in the formation will not change. Silence is maintained. Rest. On the command, rest. The same requirements for at ease apply, but moderate speech is permitted. Fall out. On the command, fall out. Individuals may relax in a standing position or break ranks. They must remain in the immediate area. No specific method of dispersal is required. Moderate speech is permitted. The flight as the basic drill unit. The first phase of drill involves teaching basic movements, facings, and positions either as an individual or as a member of an element. The second phase of drill merges the individual with others to form a flight in which base formations and marching are learned. The flight is composed of at least two, but no more than four, elements. This formation is the most practical drill group. Formation of the flight. A flight forms in a line formation at the command of fall in, figure 8.20. Note, usually the flight sergeant forms and dismisses the flight formation. On this command, each airman will fall in and establish their dress, cover, interval, and distance. Once established, each airman executes an automatic ready front on an individual basis and remains at the position of attention. The flight commander will then size the flight. Once all members are properly sized and in column formation, figure 8.21, the flight commander brings the flight back to line formation. To align the flight in line formation, the commands are dress right dress and ready front. The flight commander verifies the alignment of each rank then marches to three paces beyond the front rank, faces toward the flight, and commands, Ready, front! With as few movements as possible, the flight commander then takes the normal position in front of the flight by the most direct route. Open ranks. The command, Open ranks, march! is only given to a formation when in line at normal interval. On the command, march, 
The fourth rank stands fast and automatically executes dress, right, dress. The third rank takes one pace, the second rank takes two, and the first rank takes three paces forward. The flight commander aligns the flight, then commands, ready, front. The inspector and commander proceed to inspect the flight, if required. After inspecting the entire flight, the inspector marches off to the right flank, element leaders, of the flight. The flight commander calls the flight to attention. The flight commander then commands, close ranks, march, on the command march. The first rank stands fast. The second rank takes one pace forward and halts at the position of attention. The third and fourth ranks take two and three paces forward, respectively, and halt at attention.